Hello, you're about to hear a preview version of a premium episode of the Canon Stats Podcast. If you want to hear the full episode, go to canonstats.com, where for just $5 a month, you will get access to special episodes like this one and at least five additional articles per month. Thank you, and please enjoy the preview. Yeehaw, hello, howdy, thank you for joining us on the super premium Canon Stats podcast, uh, the world's best Arsenal Analytics podcast. We have an exciting show lined up for you today. We are going to be discussing everybody's favorite topics, potential signings. We are going to be looking at midfield. I am Scott Willis, and as always, I am joined by my co-host, um, Adam Vogue. How are you doing? Hey, Welcome, man. Adam. How's it going? Good, good. It's uh, It's you know, I tweeted but, a little I, bit ago. It's going to be a wild and crazy week. It's going to be right. We're we're at the the end of this transfer window where things are going to be heating up. There's just a week to go, right? So I think it's like six days or mm-hmm. so. I think there's going to be a lot of movement going on. Um, I think Arsenal are going to be a big part of it. Certainly seems that way. It seems that there are a number of clubs um, across the Premier League right now who just don't feel done. Yeah. Um, you know, we can never we can never count out Chelsea and um we happen to be one of them this time. So we're kind of going from the the do nothings in January to like the do a lots. Exactly. Yeah. I mean it seemed like at the beginning of January. Remember, remember when the Mudrick deal kind of fell apart and people mm-hmm. thought Arsenal were gonna do nothing, or people yeah. were worried Arsenal were gonna do nothing. <laughs> that has they had changed. No, no one else that they were looking at. All the eggs were in that Ukrainian basket. Um that proved I do to out. be false. What is he doing? Why is he, you know, he should just spend less time barbecuing, more time making phone calls. Yeah, you know, he's got he's got a, a baller lifestyle, so um, just get used to it. All right, so let's, let's dig right in. So the boss had a press conference today in the lead up to the Manchester City match, and he had some news that I think has kind of riled some feathers, gotten everybody a bit excited about this. Um, the big one revolves around Mohamed Elneny, who is dealing with a knee injury. Um, mm-hmm. They're saying that he is definitely out or almost certainly out for Friday. They're going to be assessing him at the moment and we'll see how things evolve over the next couple of days. The follow-up question then said, is this a long-term injury and if there's any concerns? And I think the the answer is yes. And one of the interesting things is, yeah, the, he says, Mo never complains about anything, but let's see. So I think that kind of really kind of raises the question of, is this going to be weeks, months? We'll have to see. I think it's uh, something that probably brings the team into maybe having to change their plans that we were you know, potentially having to do. So I think that's why we're, we're here. We're going to start yes. talking here. Uh, Fabrizio Romano just tweeted out uh, a little bit ago that there are three teams in for Mo, uh, sorry, uh, Casado. Yeah. Moises yeah. Casado. Um, so it's going to be a, another one where Arsenal potentially go up against Chelsea. Also Liverpool going in. So let's, let's talk Casado. What's your, what's your initial thoughts on yeah. the Brighton man? 
Well, he's, I mean, he, he, you know, if you spend a little bit of time on Arsenal transfer Twitter, he's definitely one of the more favorite, um, like defensive midfield types. And, and it's very easy to see why, right? He's, Mm -hmm. he's on the young side. So he is raw, you know, he's only 20. Um, he's only been at Brighton for like a season and a half at this point, but they were so high on him, um, last season that they basically just let, uh, they basically just let Yves Basuma go and, you know, he's done, he's done a good job. I mean, he's, to me, he's more of a natural athletic type, um, than Thomas party is. Uh, so he's, he's really got like just better, better, like better pace. Um, I think he's more of a natural defender. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, kind of the trade off with him though, is that I don't think that he is a better uh, passer, I guess he's type, he's 21 now, but I don't think he's, he's a better passer than part party is. I think that, um, he would have to work on that. I think that, you know, ball carrying is another thing that he would probably have to work on. We definitely see party, um, you know, moving with a lot of gr- like grace and poise through the midfield. Caicedo, uh, this season, you know, just the dribbling hasn't been especially good. Um, mostly failing at dribbling. And like when I, when I've done my threads, that's definitely been one of the things, the ball security that, has held him back um, or not so much the ball security as the ball carrying because he does not commit a lot of turnovers. So he's, you know, he's a really exciting player. He's only 21 years at the world cup um, with Ecuador. And uh, you know, I think the, the question with him will be, what would that deal look like? Because Brighton, I mean, let's face it, they're having a really good season. Um, they, by their standards, and they certainly are not like mainstays in, in the UEFA competition. So at this point, you know, if you're, getting anybody out of Brighton, you gotta, you gotta make it worth their while to potentially, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like endanger that, that charge. Exactly. Yeah. Why, why they, why they would actually consider doing this move at all. Right. It's gotta be something that's really worth their while. I think Arsenal kind of lucked out a little bit and that they didn't have to push the boat out too far when they did their recent Trossard transfer with, right. Um, Brighton, but I think Caseda would be a completely different beast to be able to have to deal with that. So yeah, I think you're. I really kind of echo kind of the things you're saying, right? So I'm looking here at the 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 radar here. So he comes out about 15th percentile for dribbles. So he's not a guy that dribbles a ton. Doesn't you know necessarily do it at a, a you know a bad rate or anything like that. Doesn't carry the ball too much. He's about 30th percentile. Passing comes out looking decent, um, completes a bit more than you'd expect, um, is a, a solid guy at progressing into the final third, is well, you know, a, a guy that really kind of goes through a lot of the the buildup that Brighton does. Almost everything kind of flows through him. But yeah, mm-hmm. the thing that really jumps off the page at you is the defensive work. And I think that's something that, you know, if Arsenal were looking for a, a player to play at the deeper part of the team, I think Caseda would be able to fill right in. I think we have enough other passers to be able to, you know, make that work. I, I think mm-hmm. that might be a, a, a fall off from Partey, but you kind of think about a situational, you know, someone who could complement Thomas Party, but not necessarily replace him. I think Caseda might be someone interesting like that. It, yeah. the, the big question, obviously, is the price tag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the we've seen you know upwards of like seventy five million pounds thrown thrown around with him, yes, and that's yeah. I mean, that's a really big sale. That's Mudrick money, right, for Arsenal. So you know it's going to be interesting. Um, you, you don't have a hard time seeing Chelsea make that happen. Um, you know, they just money isn't isn't real uh, to them, but um, you know it, it it would be it would definitely be pushing the boat out, right? You would be 
well off the dock uh, for Caicedo at that point. And, and you definitely, I mean, at least in my opinion, you definitely look at that as summer business moved forward, which might um, endanger another very popular fan choice for our midfield. So it, it's going to be interesting. Um, but I think he, he definitely would be really helpful. And one of the, one of the, the big things is, um, you know, when I look at midfield, there's like, there aren't a ton of guys in their low twenties who actually play an honest to goodness, single pivot role right now, let alone in the premier league. So yeah, that's very, uh, very qualifying experience. Exactly. And I think that is one of the things that as I've gone through kind of thinking about long-term for this position, like, this is something that you just you're asking somebody to come in and do a very very hard job, and I think that's one of the things that you know kind of makes Thomas Party like so tough to replace is that there aren't that many people that can that you'd expect to be able to step in and be able to do the things that he's able to do for Arsenal. So I think yeah, you know, if you're you're kind of thinking Casado might be able to to fit some of the boxes, do maybe a bit more of the defensive work than even Thomas Party is able to do, but you definitely have a, a trade off where maybe some of the passing, some of the really quick ability to splurge the ball out, um, you know, to the left and right as Arsenal are doing things. I don't know if he necessarily has some of those passes in his locker that we've seen Thomas Party be able to do, but I mean I think that's a a thing that's very hard to say many people in the world are able to do right yeah i mean it's i think i think with party you're looking at probably a top five maybe even like top three uh number six in the world at this point like when he's fit and in form um so yeah i mean the whole concept of you know we need to be able to replace him without much drop off i mean in itself it's kind of flawed <laughs> yeah yeah i mean there's just not many players that are going to be able to do it and yes yeah, so i think that is something hard uh, I think another one that I've seen kind of floating around as an option, or at least a, a, a simpler choice maybe to be that doesn't come with a transfer fee, might be the thought of bringing Charlie Patino back early mm-hmm. from his loan. So he's currently at Blackpool. Blackpool are struggling in the championship, and they have 